Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, it's the podcast for the busy gamer. You've caught us in between one of our main episodes. This is a juicy little extra episode where we just, you know, shoot from the hip, have a good chat about what we've been up to as we're playing through the game of the month, which is Bully by Rockstar. You can play along and hear our thoughts at the end of the month in that full episode. As always, I'm joined by Adrian. Hello. And Matt. Hello. And uh, how have the last uh, fortnight been uh, in your lives, in your gaming lives? We are busy gamers. Uh, Matt, you've got a baby on the way. When will that arrive? Uh, so the baby is formally due. Uh, next, oh, Jesus Christ, next week? What the? No, 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 no. Two weeks. Sorry. I was, calendars were, I'm used to. A week starting at Sunday and ending at Saturday, and this count uh, started on Monday, and I just had a heart attack. <sighs> okay, <laughs> no, two weeks. So right about when we're gonna want to record for Bully, it's when I'm gonna have. I'm gonna say no, not tonight. No, not tonight. No, not tonight. <laughs> um, but the last two weeks for me have been a blur, a little bit because of that, and a little bit because um, because of baby coven i've decided to take leave and then that was a bit of like a last minute work issue kind of thing i know it might seem like that this podcast is so good and successful that we would not need to do full-time jobs but uh that's not the case and so yeah it i cannot believe it has actually been a fortnight since our last episode i have not touched bully (laughs) It came so rapidly, didn't it? It's been very. I quick. swear to God, we're like, yep, halfway, and now I need it because I was waiting. Because I swear, and I am, I was wrong about this, but I swore that Bully went on sale regularly, and so I was going to wait for that until pretty much now, uh, and so it hasn't. So now I need to either emulate or uh, probably emulate, but actually no, I think a friend did suggest I could borrow their real copy yeah but yeah that'd actually be good if you could get your hands on it for anyone who's going to join us for the next two weeks and play along with bully uh i can inform you that on steam it's quite broken and also at least on android it's unplayable uh because rockstar have forgotten to patch it yeah you mentioned that what's the deal rockstar here rockstar don't care (laughs) They really don't. Apparently, it's affecting on mobile devices. All of the uh, all of the games basically by Rockstar have been affected because they haven't updated for the new version of Android. And uh, at least in the case of Bully on Steam, it hasn't been updated for Windows 10. And so there's lots of crashing, or just simply won't launch for some people. Um, if you so, if you do have a chance to get like an actual copy, that's probably the way to go. Otherwise. Uh, I've heard that Rockstar's own launcher has a version that does work on Windows 10. Okay. I'm not doing that. I'm just going to play me Steam version. There are unofficial patches on Steam. You can get, like, silent patches from the community. There's also, like, I have used compatibility mode, and that has made it pretty stable. That works for me. Yeah. Silent patches is a fun word. I've never heard that terminology before yeah i only encountered it while looking for this i was like oh that's a good name for like 
a crack, what is basically a cracked version of the uh, EXE. What about in your other aspects of life? What what else have you been, I know some you've been playing, Adrian. I'm playing it right now. That's oh, Ark Survival oh Evolved. And uh It's a good it's good. It took me a little while to remember how to play. Uh and once I did, I'm having fun. But it is so I do not like the developers because it is so janky and they they like they've made some decisions I don't agree with and like how the game plays for certain reasons, but also they won't fix their code and they're just going to make a second one instead. Like, is this even out of early access? I don't think technically, no. So what the heck's that all about? How you make an ARC 2 when you haven't finished ARC 1? It's called They Don't Care. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's called Vin Diesel <laughs> wanted to be in our game. Uh, but yes, it's quite fun. Uh, taming dinos and... Uh, building a base on the back of a brontosaurus is pretty sick, regardless of the how stable the code is. So that's basically yeah. what I've been doing. I think that's the thing, is no matter how you put it, taming a T-Rex and building a base on a bronto is always epic, no matter how jank. What have you guys been playing? Michael, I'll let you field this one. What have I been playing? I installed, well, I had it brought over from my PlayStation 4 onto my PS5, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, and I was like, oh, yeah, I never finished, like, the epilogue of that, and let's put the PlayStation, like, through its paces a bit, because Red Dead used to make it sound like it wanted to take off to space. Uh, So I was able to finish that, and it's, it's beautiful, and it runs so smoothly and it also just reminded me that it's a very good game uh red dead uh so if one of you would like to to borrow that uh to get some beautiful wild west uh i can send that your way still got to finish mass effect 3 uh but i've been trying to finish instead miles morales on ps5 ah yes because listeners of the podcast will know that spider-man by insomniac is one of our like all-time favorite games and miles morales is just kind of more of that some people say it's better it's not better it's just more yeah i don't know if it's better yeah like it's at least it feels like an expansion and that's like not bad by any stretch it's uh good how does it how does it feel on the ps5 you get how do you feel about the triggers when you see I like it. Um, I think it was a little bit underutilized in Miles Morales. Um, it's been better in a couple of other games, like uh, Plague Tale Innocence. I think uses it um, uses the features of the Dual Sense a bit better. Um, but like, it's nice. It's good. I'm looking forward to how far they can sort of take that tech. But his, you know, his web shooters, they're not. They don't create a lot of resistance in the triggers. Deathloop looks really interesting in that apparently you can have guns jam and the trigger will just, like, lock. Um, oh. That's interesting. And that's what I, I want to see been, more of. But I don't like. <laughs> I've been playing um, some No Man's Sky because I've been doing Twitch drops. I thought, I'd, you know, I know it's clear marketing, but I'm, I'm a sucker for it. Uh, and then when you're... 
like laser is overheating, suddenly you feel this push back on your finger, and it's like, oh, it's so hard to keep. Oh, it's overheating. Ugh. So definitely need to take advantage. Like every game should just have. I don't know what it should be for for every game, but every game should definitely try to have these adaptive uh, triggers because they're so good. And what about yourself, Matt? What have you been playing apart from No Man's Sky? Well, so I've just... No Man's Sky is just a little bit, just a little bit. Oh, what's this game again? Oh, yeah. But then what I've been doing, which of course everyone listening knows because everybody who's here is also following me over at twitch.tv slash MegamattEX, uh, where I played through and finished for the first time Digimon World. Because I've been doing a lot of stuff... Uh, Digimon related because I found what what was the story because I wanted to say it last episode but I um we had to talk about the game uh yeah one of my nephews found my old Digivice from I think either 2000 or 2001 and was like what's this what does it do and I'm like kid sit down let me tell you a story but um I was like looking into it and I'm like, oh man, Digimon's still going. So right next to me I have some modern Digivices and by modern I mean they still function with the old ones. Uh, It's crazy how it works and I've even, so I've been making heaps of TikToks about that. I don't know how to promote my TikTok. I'm MegamatX on TikTok. If you search hashtag Digimon or, or Digital Monster X, you'll probably find me. But uh, I even used an Arduino, which is basically, I don't even know how to describe it. Nerdy wiring. Yeah, control, microcontrol is what it's called. Yeah. Um, and so I'm able to connect a Digivice to that, my old one from 2000, all these ones from 2020, and I can get a bit of code which is the battle code and then i could send that to a stranger on the internet and they could send me their code and we could battle over the internet that's crazy is insane what digimon fans are doing this day and age considering uh it, it just seems like bandai don't have faith in the digimon franchise for the west that's what it just feels like uh like they have a really cool vital bracelet thing that is like appears to be leagues above um the these classic digivices but no not not for the not for english speakers it's okay um so then yeah f- flash all the way back to when i was a wee little boy and i would watch my cousin the boy <laughs> that's his handle uh would play digimon world and i would watch and i'd be so confused and so i st- was like, you know what, I'll play that instead of... Because I was thinking of playing Pokemon, but I was like, you know what, Pokemon? Digimon. Ah. And um, I, it was confusing as now as well. It's a very confusing game. Very unyieldy. So is the Next Order, which I'm playing now, like right now. Um, so that's fun. That I, fin- that I started and finished a game that I, like, so I'd never played it, yet I had so much nostalgia for it because mm. I I was always on the other side looking at this, the grass is greener kind of thing. And that's my life. That's like, that is pretty much a third of my entire life story. 
<laughs> we touched on the baby, so we're like nearing forty five percent of my like entire life story. Digimon and the baby. No, more like Digimon slash Pokemon, like you know that kind of. Well, genre. I would say the other fifty percent is work and sleep, which leaves five percent, and I think I know what that is because we've been playing the three of us together, Aliens Fireteam Elite. I think this would be a good little platform to talk about how we feel about it because we've got the time. I think, like, it. so my favourite thing to say is something I read online where it's you can tell that they didn't have a large budget, but they put all of the money in the right places. Mm. Like, people with Aliens Colonial Marines, there's, like, I don't know how much I believe it, like, conspiracy theory that Gearbox was siphoning money from... 20th century fox and putting it into borderlands i don't know how true that is but like at least clever sucked <laughs> <laughs> like i like a lot of aspects about it but like at the end of the day it's, but this wasn't what it was meant aliens fire team elite is elite okay here's, here's here's the question which one's is it better this or alien aliens colonial marines this for sure. For sure. What? Why is this? Cool. A quite, do you mean isolation? No, no. Colonial Marines. Because yeah, Colonial I, Marines. I, I, I think Colonial. Well, like, we did it for the podcast with the fix, right? So compare that. Because compare that to it's elite. I'd still say yeah, but elite is at least one better. Like, if, if you came to me and was like, oh, I think Colonial Marines is 6 out of 10, then I'd be like, well, then Elite must be 7. Or if you said that Colonial Marines with a fix was 7, then I'd be like, well, Elite must be 8. Like, if I'm basing... Yeah. Whatever Colonial Marines is... There's one step above. One. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, think like, it tried to strip away all the unnecessary parts of Colonial Marines. Like story? Yeah, like the, the the story is there, and you actually can gather a lot of intel and you know listen to uh, the characters like kind of exposition it out for you. So if you want the story, it's there. But they realised that the biggest problem was just the combat against the aliens was was no good in Colonial Marines, and like yeah, we played with the fix, but Gearbox didn't fix it. Sure. <laughs> so. These guys from the, from the get go have delivered, and I find it weird that it's only three player. It's like really we can't have kind of four player. You couldn't figure that one out. I think they I it designed before, it around three. It's because if you have four players, right? Then, like you could every like in in my head this makes sense. Like everyone. An individual generally can reliably cover ninety degrees, but you can't rely like you can cover, but not reliably cover one hundred and twenty degrees. So by having three instead of four, you're like you know you know what I'm saying. It's like you can't have one person look down each corridor because, and so that's the corridor the aliens come through. And you're ah, if only we had a fourth. But they want because they want you to want that. It's like I like I agree, and I and maybe that is the design 
ethos that they've taken. But having played uh, completely two of the campaigns out of three or three out of four. We've we've done three out of four. Maybe. Three out of four. We're yet to be in a situation where we are in the middle and there are all angles that the that they can actually come from. The game likes to make you do a last stand where you're kind of backed up against a wall and everything just comes at you. And those have been tough. We nearly yeah. died to one of those final stands. Yeah. That was... Oh. Uh, I think, really, this is just kind of goes for every game, but it's like, can you not... Like, I don't know how to exactly verbose it without being like very clear i have no idea how games work but i kind of feel like imagine like we're saying oh why is there not four player but then it's also like well, what if we had five friends that wanted to play why isn't it five players or why isn't there six you just double the everything it'll be easy all right i don't like i just don't know yeah i think they every, every, just took the angle of designing it around three people which i think works enough i'm like it's a pretty good game the only problem is matchmaking i reckon because you have to pick the map and then you have to pick the difficulty and then you have to pick whether or not um you're playing with the challenge cards which I'm, the challenge cards scare me. I have a lot that I haven't used because I'm scared of them. Like, for example, <laughs> one gun randomly malfunctions. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> Maybe if we're doing, but, like, easier modes later or, like, yeah. replaying it. Exactly. I, but I don't think it's so the you, game, a kind of game I would replay. I think we finish the main story whenever we do because we're near the end. We're up to, like, the last scenario or whatever. See, but we've proven that you're a f- we're fools. Because I kind of agree, but we've proven that we're fools for thinking that because we we lost a level because um, old mate young Michael here had to That's bail. Right. I just had to leave, and I thought you could push on without me, but you can't. And there were these turrets, right? And then we get back to that point in the game. There's no turrets, but there's bloody landmines everywhere. And it's like, maybe like this might have more replayability than I thought. Maybe um, I'd be curious to see, but I don't think I care enough. Like, it's good, fun little <laughs> yeah. gameplay, but I'm not gonna go out of my way to play it again. Like, It'd be interesting I- to see if they support it because after the campaign, you apparently unlock a horde mode, and there are like daily challenges which implies that they want you to treat it kind of like a service but i'm yet to hear anything of like oh new planet available like new new map um hang on have you guys you guys haven't logged in because when i was showing my friend um since we've last played they've added an entirely new class uh, okay it's called the phalanx and you get a shield interesting but uh, not enough to make me, like, want to play it all over again. Like, if we're looking for someone to play, I'll play it, but I'm not going to go out of my way. We next have to try uh, Predator, uh, the asymmetrical. Yeah. Yes. 
My wife said it was pretty good, except for the fact you have to rely on teammates. Apparently she kept doing the objectives and everyone else just was farting around. Trying to kill the alien or something rather than doing the objectives. Yeah, so that'll be good. And I wonder if we can cross... Because that's a fantastic thing about... um, about aliens is that I got it. I decided to bite the bullet and get it on digitally, so I can't trade it in. But bloody got them! You can crossplay between PS4 and PS5, and when you buy it, you buy the PS4 and PS5 version together. So now the only problem is that I have to run two save files. That's the only problem. Uh. So that's annoying because it it is weirdly. I don't I don't know exactly what it is, but it gives you this arbitrary number and depending on how many attachments you have, but then it just doesn't make sense. Why can't I just, like, apparently you can't just use skill. Apparently you need to also have this, yeah, arbitrary number. So the main thing that's happened in the last little bit was the Sony Showcase. We talked about uh, Spider-Man on the PS4 already, so let's start with that announcement. Spider-Man 2, I mean, we knew it was coming, but we have finally got to see something and hear something, and there are some rumours going around that I think, Michael, you might enjoy. Oh, fill me with rumours, please. Uh, there are theories that the voice that was talking was Craven. Yeah, I I was getting that vibe, like straight away, uh, and I think Craven. Look, Craven is not a great comic book villain, uh, but I think he would be he, he'd be a very good villain in a modern setting. So either in a film or in a game. Um, there's a famous run called Craven's Last Hunt that is very good, but generally he's like he's a forgotten member of Spider-Man's Rogue Gallery, but you could twist him into something, like, incredibly menacing because when you th- when you actually boil down his concept, he is a man who wants to hunt other men, like, and they just kind of put it off as this weird, like, ah, oh, this, like, like, big game hunter guy. Oh, good time. Oh, I'm going to stop Spider-Man. What a menace he is in New York. It's like, no, this man, like, would possibly want to skin spider-man like he's is can be very oh, yeah. creepy like the ultimate game kind of thing yeah that's there's potential yeah like it should be it should be like real almost like a thriller sort of vibes like real tension i believe in the comics he you know he's used darts and things like that that negate like Spider-Man's like spider sense and and even his like abilities and stuff and then like Peter's on the back foot. It's also going to be interesting to see Miles and Peter are both in this, but it's not multiplayer. We'll have none of that in Somniac is it. So they I definitely reckon, said it. Yeah, they've said there will be no co-op. Um Damn. Wasted opportunity. Yeah. I think what they're going for here is uh, in Arkham, uh, what Arkham Knight, uh, you get these sequences where you get to like fight with Robin and Nightwing and Catwoman, and you like do uh, like combo takedowns, and you can swap between the characters like throughout the fight. 
but it will mm. be these sections. And I imagine that it'll even be like chapter one, Peter, chapter two, Miles, because they have different abilities and they'll have different like loadouts. Well, I mean, I hope so, because they had that, you know, you did play as Miles in Spider-Man and you did uh, play as Mary Jane. Yeah. So I think it makes a lot of sense. Like, it would be a big missed opportunity if you don't, um, like, play as Venom, even though you're, like, the villain. Like, I don't imagine he'll be the primary villain because Venom, for the recent few decades hasn't been the primary villain yeah so i imagine they'll keep that up and so it'll be like uh i have to play as the bad guy kind of thing except it's venom so everyone's going oh, yes it's cool. gonna be interesting in that like so sony films at the moment are trying to do venom without spider-man but mm. historically like venom's whole like being is focused around like spider-man um and spoilers for the first insomniac spider-man game uh we see that in the credits this time it could be harry osborne rather than eddie brock that will be that will become venom because harry's gone missing but he's inside this like tank with the symbiote um yeah yeah and so much of like at least Venom's appearance in the comics being uh, being attached to Peter as like its first like host, he it's completely obsessed with him. Yeah, and will actually will actually abandon Eddie when Peter says, "Oh, come back! You could come to me." He just leaves it. He's just like, "Okay," because he just loves Peter so much. Um, That's so sweet, and. It's going to be interesting to see, like, without that dynamic, what's what's it going to be? Like, if you take away the love in the love-hate relationship, it, 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 does that make him less interesting as a villain? And more interesting, perhaps, as an anti-hero in his own right. That could be what they're going for. I, I'm just, I just want them to do it right. Someone's got to get it right, please. Hey, what if uh, what if there's carnage? So, I mean, actually, I saw the trailer again for the new Venom, and it was like once I got over the terrible uh, uh, Woody Harrelson, I'll give him a chance because it's Woody. But uh, look, it didn't look too bad. the The newer trailer makes Gladys uh, Cassidy. Um, much more believable than Venom 1 weird curly wig. Yeah. <laughs> that was no good. This time around, you're like, no, man, okay, I, I can get that. into this. Don't you love the weird curly wig? That was, no. that was all I needed. No one liked it. You know what's amazing, though, you know- about Spider-Man 2 being announced? Uh, it's going to yeah. take forever to get here. Something that would take even longer, Insomniac's Wolverine. Oh yeah, that yeah. that's cool. I'm down for that. That was a good. That was a nice surprise. What is that going to play like? Hopefully, a sick hack and slash. It would be very good to to see how it goes. Hack and slash works for Insomniac. Like that makes sense. I mean, it's ba- want... I mean, there was, 
Spider-Man games similar are more mechanic. or less a hack and slash. Like, would you want similar combat, Arkham-style strike, counter, that kind of thing? Or do, do they need to make it maybe classic God of War or like, like a Devil May Cry, like more hack and slash, hack and slash? My problem with Wolverine as a character is they need to create a brand new challenge for the game because I shouldn't, like, die. It should be God mode. Or That's true. The, or uh, what's it called? Like Buddha, where you can get down to one HP, but then that's it. And maybe you do less damage at that point or something. But I just, I cannot, like, for example, I think, am I thinking of the Lego games? He's invincible. But then in uh, Ultimate Alliance games, he could still die. And I'm just like... It makes sense. It's a game. You gotta die in a game. Well, but at the same time, no. <laughs> he can be incapacitated, so it's not that he's dying. But if he was to be rendered unconscious, he could be like captured and take away, and thus game over. So, like, you, as long as you don't depict it as death, like you can, is, you can yeah. just like knock him out. He can still suffer like a concussion. He just recovers quicker. Maybe it's like Sekiro. Resurrected. That, that, ah. that works, yeah. Souls-like. Um, Souls-like Wolverine could be very interesting. Hey, I'm down for Souls-like anything. Because did you know his like first appearance is in an Incredible Hulk comic? So he's is not it? against like taking on like giant sort of foes, like things much bigger than himself, which is very Souls-like. Yeah. That's that's always been um, Wolverine's big thing, is, like, they'll just get him to fight the Hulk every now and then. Like, there's a animated movie. It's, it's just a thing that he does every now and then. When we get, when yeah. we get like, bored of what we're doing with Wolverine, we just Solo put him against Sentinel. And thirdly, there's another Marvel game as well in the Sony Showcase. In Guardians, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, so that one was announced, but it was the first one announced after um, after Avengers, so I think everyone's not like as hyped because they're like, yeah, it's just going to be Avengers, but in space, and we did like Avengers. And only solo. Uh, yeah. That's just, again, so many missed opportunities. Do they not believe in like co-op experiences anymore? Like, don't get me wrong, I think single player is very important. But I also think having a game to play with my boys is important. Well, then, that's why they did three instead of four for aliens. It's because they knew about us three they, in particular. Only two boys. Well, if you want a game to play with friends, why don't you play the new Wonderlands? Oh. I thought you were going to drop a Grand Theft Auto Five. No, that's an old game. <laughs> so old now come on rockstar D- do something else we know you made millions on uh, gta online and you're just coasting along but could you could you do something else could you fix bully for us please with a patch <laughs> you've got the money stop giving us gta 5 nearly 10 years later 
I'm sure the Red Dead uh, online fans can have something to say as well. Uh, but <laughs> let's get back to Wonderlands. I'm sorry, I didn't know what Pandora's box I was opening here. Um, so Wonderlands actually does look good. Like I was looking at it, I'm like, I think this actually could work. Because the thing with Borderlands 3 is it was as fun as it's always been, but I felt like the writing really was like... I feel like they were so focused on trying to capture that classic, what, like 2011? When was Borderlands 1 and 2? It's Borderlands 1. Hang on, I'm looking it up. Yeah, 2009. I guess it was a little bit dated. Like the humour wasn't moving with the times. Yeah, whereas I did feel like Borderlands 2... Like, Borderlands 1, I actually didn't like as much. Oh. Uh, and Borderlands 2, I did like. Um, but I feel like they're trying to be that still with yeah. Borderlands 3. Um, except for the very, very ending, I think they got Gen Z humor freaking perfect. Because <laughs> that after credit song is so bad, it's good. <laughs> so good. So bad. Um it's a spoiler, so I'm not going to say it. Oh, but, uh, it's it's funny. Uh, but Wonderlands actually did look good. Like I feel like maybe Gearbox is like into D and D now. Like maybe they always were, but then now they're like really into it. Maybe they're like listening to Critical Role or something. Uh, and so I watched the trailer. I'm like, I'm vibing. I feel this. I think this is it. I think this could be it. Maybe they knew Dark Alliance was going to be disappointing, and they're like, "Ah, we can do that better." Yeah, have a have a good D and D game. As long as it can do, and like the Borderlands Three upgrade on PS Five can do four player local split screen, and I'd really like it if Wonderlands has that because I'd love to play like with you guys in the one location. I think Back not enough games days. like offer that anymore because it's like we're so time poor kind of anyway. Um, you can sometimes find a day to to catch up and why not like combine gaming with the catch up as well as like something progressive, not just party games. It's only party yeah. games that are local co-op and it's like, nah, like I want to feel like being like, oh, this and something. feel something. <laughs> yeah, and you're going like, oh, this save file or like this build, I play like locally, and we get we get to play it like every couple of weeks, sitting on the couch. Yeah, I hope they do that. I mean, it, there's there's less of an excuse now, right? Because you're not your graphics are X times better, so you should be able to, you know, rendering that four times or whatever, not that big a deal, Because, yeah, right? if you can yeah, output 4K, in... you can output four 720s or potentially even four 1080s. I could understand if you said, oh, that's a bit much to render all of that four times at 1080, but you could do it at 720. Yeah, and honest, yeah. And, and, and you wouldn't notice the loss of fidelity. Even chuck it on thirty frames, you know. We don't need we don't need the luxuries, you know. We just obviously want we can friends. Yeah. Like obviously we understand 
if there's limitations, we're willing to compromise here, you know? I wonder Let's if there's together. just, like, devs laughing I'll... at us. No, nah, no, nah, I'm going to say, listen to me, Gearbox, listen. I'll go 24 frames. Oh, shit. I'd go... 20? One frame, like a photo. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, I would... I, I would go, but I won't admit this, except for the fact that I am right now. I could personally, personally, I wouldn't wish this on anyone else, but I could personally go 15 frames because I'm used to having a piece of crap PC <laughs> <laughs> for some things. And 15 frames, it I, I can do it. If you give me 15 consistent frames, I can do it. I can beat this game. Oh, but you need to deflect in Sekiro in the 27th frame. How are you going to do that with 15 frames? I can do it. I'll make it work. The things we do That's for friendship. So what else have we got in the Sony showcase? Oh, only the most important announcement there. God of War. God Is of War. Uh, Rogue Rock. Yeah. I was going to say, your tone did sound almost sarcastic, but I figured you would be legit. God of War looks freaking great. Have you heard people been bashing Thor because he's the god that eats two goats a day? It's, 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 he's, like, he's fat. Yeah, he eats two bloody goats a day. Like, he's going to be fat. Has God of War taught people nothing? Like, it's not going to be Chris Hemsworth. Like, this is not, it's not that Thor. It, just like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't bloody a John Goodman. No, hang on, it was Rip Torn, wasn't it? Rip Torn at Disney Hercules Zeus. Like, these are, <laughs> this is They're like, going to be different. Yeah, they're gritty. They're real. They show off always in God of War how, like, flawed and messed up the gods are, like in the actual mythology. Did you hear that for... Norse mythos, this is it. This is a duology. But then that implies that they're going to move on to another yeah, mythos. Yeah, I hear that. They, they said this is it for... Norse. This is the end of, like, the Norse saga, which, yeah, I hope they do, and I hope it's Egyptian, and I want it now. But at the same time, like, I would rather them, if they're going, if they're blending... uh mythologies together i want them to go full age of mythology and we have like all of them running at once oh that'd be interesting like i would love that personally um but also like what are they gonna do with um god i forgot his uh name besides boy and his real spoiler name uh atreus atreus yes atreus thank you um yeah like to me it's like it makes sense if this is a duology and this is god of war it makes sense that he will be lost in some way whether he dies like they they could do anything they could do like a time jump and then it is kratos himself who has to kill this twisted version of his own son because over the years of his absence you know etc etc that makes sense but i Again, I honestly hope for, like, he shows, like, yeah, he goes to Egypt and Atreus is with him still. Like, not as a, because it is a major, like, 
I would say God of War 1 was almost more about him than Kratos. Mm. Well, not all the time. But, you know, maybe he can take a backseat. But did you know that uh, the developers considered consider getting rid of Kratos in the reboot of God of War? Um, they were like, uh, is his story done? Did it finish up with Greece? Like, we want to tell another character's story, but instead you're still Kratos and, and like you're saying, it is kind of his his character development takes a backseat to Atreus. He is just the vehicle for, like, you, you, you and the combat is, like, Kratos. I think Kratos, like, I understand, like... Last of Us Part Two is a good example of a protagonist that had to go like that, and then like it makes sense and it's good. But I just feel like Kratos, like, bec- and I mean, I guess he's killed gods, and so we've proven that gods come to an end. But in my head, it should always be like almost like the Immortal Hulk. Like, no matter what, as long as there is war in the world, he like you could kill him. And then the next time someone begins a war, he bursts out of the grave, you know? Like, and like I get that he's getting old and stuff, but it's like, I don't know, I just like... Well, like, Adrian, I've... you've played the original trilogy, have you not? I have, yes. It, it, is he not literally, by the end of that, the god of war? Like, he has replaced Ares? Uh, by, I think the end of the first game that happens... So yeah, so you're right in that like he he can't die because he is yeah the spirit of war. Uh, but then I think the he other can gods die. Still die. Like I and I don't know. And the only reason it's... he is the god of war is because Ares got taken out, right? Is that not? Yeah, I haven't played. I mean, <laughs> spoilers. So for surely a... he could get taken out. <laughs> yeah. So at and the end of the first game, becomes the god of war. He. He kills Ares and becomes the god of war. And then I think the start of the second game, Zeus doesn't like that or something and like casts him out or something, something like that. So, yeah. So he can be killed. He can be defeated. But you would assume that he can't just simply die. He won't die of old age. He is a god. I mean, maybe he will. He got a beard. Like, who knows? That's just because he's great. He's Greek, mate. You know, you could grow the big Greek beards. All right, just uh, for the audience, uh, there's so um, uh, Mediterranean is in these men, so that is okay. <laughs> uh, let's move on. How would you get, like, what would you want for God of War? If he's going to Egypt, does he go back in time? Because that's a good point. Like, that's what I would want. And then that'll be like, oh, he's revitalized because he went back in time. Time travel. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, sands I of time. Maybe, maybe he goes like, pleasure, but, maybe he goes like, oh, if I can't be peaceful here and now, I'll go to the past when there was no gods. Oh, oops, there's some gods. Well, Oh, hey, I'm Osiris. Please don't chop me up into pieces. How much time has passed by uh, God of War reboot? I don't remember. It doesn't imply know. that it's suddenly the Middle Ages. He simply changed location. And th- then the Romans and Greeks were following their pantheon when they encountered the Egyptians f- following theirs. So they did exist at the same time. 
and it would be you would think that so did the Norse gods through the Scandinavian countries. So there's no reason to believe that 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 he has to go back in time. Egypt could still very well be its own culture in Kratos's time. Like this, it seems as if it's very it's it's pre Alexander the Great. So there has been no like conquest of Egypt or anything. Look, it's a crazy, punchy video game, so I'm not putting too much stock into like yeah. them being accurate on the, the timeline. But that's what I'm saying. Uh, he won't need time travel because no. I don't think they're saying any time necessarily is passing other than Atreus's life. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll find it. I'm, I'm looking it up. I'm on Wikipedia. God of War in uh, Norse mythology is set in 1045 during the time of King Harald Haldrada, who invaded England from the north. You know they they well, would just do that. from out. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, so this Reddit post is just saying the time between Norse myths and uh, Greek mythology. Uh, is roughly 1,500 years. What, one ending and one starting? I could understand if it was 1,500 between between start and start, but not between end and start. Between um, the end of the Olympian storyline and then the Norse storyline. Okay, so maybe he is some sort of live-long guy. Well, he's definitely a live long guy because he's a god. I don't think he's a god anymore, though. Like, no, he's still a god. How can you be a god of a thing that doesn't exist? War still exists. No, but Greece doesn't. He literally like yeah. ends existence at the end of the third one. Like the screen goes black and then he walks off. Like it's it's kind yeah. of silly, but the whole game's kind of fun. That's just what you do. What the hell is God of War Ascension? Uh, this is PSP throwing off all of my information here. Um, let's look. It's tw- 28 years. 28 years, I want to say. Because he's already an old man, like quotation marks old man, about as old as I'm going to be in the next fortnight. Because he already had kids. So going from kids to... Kids and beard, twenty eight years. Sure, let's go with that. Uh, <laughs> what other games have we got? We got Alan Wake remastered. Ooh, yeah, cool. Thank, thank you, Control. Haha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm still mad about that because I told you guys about that. Yeah. Right? I have further information. So I definitely got Control. The version that should have been upgraded because it says, oh, there's control and then there's the control, the full thing with the expansion packs. And it says I don't have control, the full thing with the expansion packs. However, I noticed I have the expansion packs. So I think Sony or uh, Remedy, uh, whoever it is, have done a little sneaky and gone, Oh, no, 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 no. You don't have the full edition. You just have everything. Maybe it was like time locked. Like you could only get the PS5 upgrade at a certain, from a certain time. Um, yeah, but that's 
stupid and it makes me not want to play it because I want to play the PS5 version, but I can't. And you know what? In my from my small sampling, uh, control makes the best use of the adaptive triggers. I want to. I'm gonna one star rate this on Google reviews. Um, should should we move on? We've got. That's rapid fire because I think we're getting towards the end of this episode. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic, Star Wars. Ooh, I'm very keen uh-huh. for that because I have played some of the PC Kotor and. Um, like it's very good, but it's very old, um, and just a little bit too stilted in like its animations and that kind of thing. Even though like, there's a really good game there and a great Star Wars story and cool Star Wars powers, and you're the you're the character you want it to be. You don't even necessarily have to be a Jedi. Um, and so it's like it's all great. It's seen as one of the great sort of PC RPGs. Uh, and so I'm glad that it gets a remake because, look, at the end of the day, when we got to that sort of early 3D era of the late 90s and early 2000s, uh, we we can't really enjoy those the same way we could enjoy NES or SNES games. Like... They got to be timeless. Earlier 3D stuff is locked in time. And why can't it be pretty and have nice features? That's all I'm saying. So I'm on board for a remake of that. Yeah, as long as it's exactly like you said. Because if they just do what they did with Ocarina of Time, uh, because as you said, Banjo-Kazooie and Ocarina of Time are crap to play. That's not what you said exactly. I'm, I'm adding. You're adding Ocarina I'm of Time. Extracting but I agree. <laughs> that they're stuck because they didn't know how to ca- do cameras or Z targeting. Fuck you. Anyway, um, so it would be interesting, and I'm pretty sure you don't do an announcement teaser like that. Like it's very graphical, like impressive. Uh, what would you call it? Um, I'm gonna say cutscene, but that's not the right word. Like it's not gameplay. So you can't do that and then have it be just what it was, but in 4K. Yeah, that I've wouldn't, never, it wouldn't work. I've never touched the game, so I have no idea what to expect. But I have heard it's like by far easily the best Star Wars game ever made. So I'm curious. And apparently a Sony exclusive? Yeah, which is funny because it was a 360 exclusive. Even older, it was it was like an Xbox. Oh, original. Xbox exclusive. All I know is that it was an Xbox exclusive. And they stole it, PlayStation, and they're slapping it on here. I wonder is that is is that a Star Wars thing at the moment? Because because no, hang on, Jedi Fallen Order was on both, but it was presented like it partnered with PlayStation. Battlefront Two had PlayStation. Rewards, I'm quite sure. This one, uh, um, you got the next one. Well, I was gonna like, what do we think about Forspoken? I have no idea what that is. I'll skip in it because I don't know what 
is. Yeah, don't know enough. Don't care. <laughs> so I'll wait and see. It's a very pretty looking game. I'll say that they seem to be using off like the maximum power of. I uh, reckon it's Unreal Engine Five they're using now. Um, so there's like cool effects and things like that, and it sounds like a nice like really nice voice acting and uh it could be interesting uh but yeah we'll probably need to see more what's next uh, uh, project eve yes yeah, i think it gets yeah, to i haven't this. heard anything about it. yeah it starts to get into like more vague stuff Uncharted? Like Ghostwire Tokyo? No, Uncharted TV show. you got to read the Kotaku article, okay? No, not TV show, PC ports. Yeah. Sorry. I've got to learn to read the thing. <laughs> but it's also PS5 it port. Okay. Le- Legacy of Thieves Collection. Cool. Like, I don't know, it was, it was a pretty good show overall. They, like... There was nothing there that I was like, why is this here? Most of it was like, like Ghostwire Tokyo was like, okay, cool. Ready to see more. Ready to see what it plays like. Uh, ready to like see reviews. Uh, yeah, I think everything there I was like, cool. Give me more at some point. So I guess that's our takeaway at the end of the day. That it's like, everything was give me more. There wasn't any gameplay for the ones we're excited for, and there wasn't any gameplay for the ones we're not excited for. Sony, show us more. Yeah, and that's not not yeah, in that's, a bad way. It. it was just like, cool, KOTOR, sick. Work on it a little more, tell us when it's ready. Spider-Man 2, good, we know. Ragnarok, we got to see a trailer. We got, like, character unveilings. I don't know. I think they did a pretty good job overall. So I'm ready to... Uh, I can't to keep waiting down. for games, I think is one of the big takeaways. Stop. So even Spider-Man 2, if it's not ready till 2023, don't yeah. tell me till 2022. Yeah. It was a little early yeah, and random. Like, it's not E3. It's not like a new year. It's just like September's random state of play. Why not like, save that for like E3 yeah. and then you have a year before the game comes out? Let me like, focus on f- upcoming things. Yeah, I'm all for not having that crunch that is unfortunately getting so famous. But the thing is, like, it is, I get you don't want to put a date on it, but if you can't put a date on Knights of the Old Republic, do not show the trailer for it. Like, if you can't give me, does does Wolverine have a date? Uh, I don't think it does. It doesn't, it has nothing. Then don't, no. then don't give a trailer. Like, if if you're not ready to date it, and I don't want you to date it, because if you date it, that'll crunch it. So if you're not ready to date it, don't show the trailer. Like, I don't, I don't know. Well, I think that covers about all our thoughts and opinions on the state of play, as well as what we know, we've been up to in the last couple of weeks. So stay tuned for our bully episode coming very soon. Uh, but until next time... Thank you very much for listening. My name's been Adrian. I've been Matt. And I've been Michael. Now, I did just find a timeline of world religions. So here is other religions that Kratos could get involved with. 
set. So go all the way back to Tiamat at the beginning, <laughs> right? Well, the longest running religion, according to this graph, is Judaism, uh, alongside Vedic Brahmanism, which became Hinduism.